and welcome to episode five, Talk the Fame podcast. I'm Kylie. I'm so excited to have on an Emmy award-winning documentary filmmaker, TV producer, TEDx speaker whose work has been featured on Upworthy, Marie Claire, CNN, and Good Morning America, Sarah Mushman. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Sarah Mushman. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. The first question is, how did you know you want to be a filmmaker? Yeah, so I've really wanted to be a filmmaker for as long as I can remember. My dad is a TV producer and filmmaker as well. So I think it kind of, you know, runs in the genes in my family, at least for me. So um, I started making documentaries and videos with my friends when I was 16. I got my first video camera and it was just the greatest tool I ever had at that time. There were no cameras on cell phones. I didn't even have a cell phone yet. So that makes me sound super old, but um, I'm not. It just was, uh, technology has really evolved so much since I've been your age. Um, yeah, so just being behind the camera and telling stories and being able to share those stories with an audience has just been something I've always loved to do. Yeah, that's really awesome that you got to learn at it's such a young age. Jeez. Like, that's where I started because I'm only 14 and I'm trying to try and start things like kind of like you did at such a young age, even though like technology wasn't really a thing back, like, back then. So it's really cool that you really started at such a young age and coming from like your father that that's like a TV producer. So it's really great to come from your parents' genes to do what they are doing. Yeah, absolutely. You directed two documentaries about female empowerment and young women, Girls Rock Chicago and Growing Up Strong, Girls on the Run. How did you come up with the idea to direct these documentaries? Yeah, so those, those are two of my early documentaries. I've actually, I, I suppose in total, done five um, now. Those were two of my shorts, and I've directed three feature-length documentaries as well. Um, the first one, Girls Rock Chicago, really, I heard about this cool program in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago. Um, I live in Los Angeles now, but I heard about this really cool rock and roll camp for girls where they, in one week, girls sign up for this program. Their ages, I believe it was like eight to 16. Um, they are like musical instruments are put in their hands. They write their own songs. And by the end of this week, they perform in front of a thousand people um, at this really well-known venue in Chicago um, called the Metro. And so I just thought, what a cool story to follow that on day one, this girl, you know, becomes a rock star by the end of the week. What a compelling story. And so I contacted the camp and I said, you know, is it okay with you if I come with cameras and like a small crew and we film, you know, a few of these bands as they go through the week. And of course we would get permission from them and their parents as well. And the camp, you know, really kind of had nothing to lose because they get, you know, to be able to show off what they're doing at this camp as well. So on day one, we showed up and, and found some bands to follow. And it was just so cool to see these young girls just really explode with confidence and, and musicality and like really find their voice by writing a song and then performing it in front of other people. I mean, what an incredible week-long camp. And so it was really, really fun to make that film. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, I recently just saw the documentary, and I was, like, once I watched it, I was like, wow, that's really awesome, and really inspired me to do what they were doing. It was, I found it, like, really cool what they were doing. I was like, wow, that's just, at such a young age, like, teen, early teens, look, like, young girls are doing this. I'm like, I, for me, like, if I would have done that at a young age, because I don't have, like, kind of like, confidence at, like, my young age I had. So, like, is like 
it's like amazing to me how they try to find their voice and how much confidence they had. It really, I found like very inspiring that those girls and you got the chance to like shoot them and have, inspire them for what they're doing. So I just found it really amazing that you got the chance to do that. Yeah, thank you. It was really fun. Of course. You wrote a book called Empowered Filmmaking, How to Make a Documentary on Your Own Terms. What inspired you to write the book? Yeah, I actually have it right here. Um, so this is my book, Empowered Filmmaking, How to Make a Documentary on Your Own Terms. That's a picture of me and my daughter, Bryce, who's now three oh. years old. Um, I wrote the book because last year, honestly, during the pandemic, um, all of the projects that I was working on or wanted to work on were no longer viable. You know, no one was traveling. My career really kind of got turned upside down. Um, I've always, for the last like several years, I've wanted to write this book and it just never, the timing wasn't right. Um, I couldn't find a publisher that wanted to, to work on it with me. So I thought, well, now's a good a time as any to, to get this out, you know, have a creative outlet during the pandemic when I can't go out and pick up a camera and, and do what I love the most, which is making films. Why don't I help other people make their films by giving, you know, lessons, advice on everything I've learned from making three feature length documentaries independently. So I've learned so much about raising money and public relations and social media and marketing and filming and editing and marketing and distribution. I mean, all of it. So um, yeah, it was really fun. And, and I'm, I, I'm a mom, so I didn't have a ton of time. Um, and I was actually pregnant throughout the pandemic as well. I just had my son um, four months ago. And so I would get up every Monday morning at 5 a.m. because that's all the time I had. And I would write for like two hours every single Monday during the pandemic. And and after a while, there was a book. So um, it was really fun to write. And I honestly just hope it helps any other aspiring filmmaker, veteran filmmaker, anybody interested in filmmaking to, you know, stop waiting for permission or to feel ready to make a film and just to get started. So that's really what the book is. It's a how to, a step-by-step -step from what do you do when you have an idea? How do you find an idea? To, you know, developing a treatment all the way through marketing distribution and and what to do with your film once it's done. So yeah, it's really like a soup to nuts book um, about how to, to make films. Cause I just hope that everyone can get behind the camera and tell the stories that matter to them. That's what I'm really passionate about. Yeah, that's really awesome that you really are passionate about trying to teach others. So I try to be in like same position as you. It really helped me out a lot because I previously, like earlier this year, I read your book and it was really great. And I loved it. It's one of my favorite books. And congratulations on your baby. Thank you. You and I, my sister previously had a baby in the pandemic. So since she had a baby oh, boy. So like it's like because I understand because my sister goes through the same exact way. So like it's I feel you on that. And my sister yeah. does, like does has her but own business on her own. Like she teaches like thyroid and better on their thyroid and stuff so like she understands mm -hmm. like she can't get work done because of the baby so it could only have to be like a certain time it's so, like yeah we, like, like my me and my sister can actually connect with you on that so I, I yeah. yeah oh that's awesome congrats to her I also had a, a boy so that's her. very similar <laughs> Aww. yeah you won an Emmy and you won an Emmy Award in 2013 for your documentary, Growing Up Strong, Girls on the Run. What was it like for you to win the award? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Um, so just such an honor. Honestly, it's 
in hindsight, now that I'm, you know, years removed from, from that experience, I can see that it's really not about the award itself. Of course, it was fun. That night was amazing to win an award like that. Um, but truly, it just told me that I was on the right path, that I'm doing the right thing. You know, you don't have to win awards to know that, of course. But what that award meant to me at that moment in my career was just like, hey, keep going, you know, keep telling the stories that matter to you. You're doing something right. People are starting to recognize you as a filmmaker and that you're doing quality work. It, if anything, it just sort of made me want to hold myself to a higher standard um, and keep continuing down the path as a filmmaker, which is tough. You know, it's tough to be an independent documentary filmmaker. It's, it's hard to find work sometimes or to get your projects off the ground. So um, winning an Emmy Award was certainly like a, hey, keep going. <laughs> and that's what I think when I see it. I feel very proud. Um, but more than anything, I just think, you know, to keep on the path. Yeah, like, that was really awesome. They got to win, like, one of the most highest awards in Hollywood. That's really amazing. And once I saw that, I was like, wow, she <laughs> knows where she's going. And she gotten so far. Like, this is kind of hard, like, like for some people to win at Emmy, for some people behind the camera. For me, it's like I, I, I'm a big Gina Davis fan, and oh, I, she's amazing. Work, yeah. From mm -hmm. her like work with her media and everything, I started to figure out like trying to focus on that like, and everything. Once I found out about you, I was like, wow, she's one in the many that won. I was like, it's so special. You are one, one in the many. Because I'm so interested in like. Or her like her like work she's doing with mm -hmm. media and I'm sure you probably know what work she does and everything. And like it's very inspiring. You got the chance to win an Emmy with some other people. So it's really inspiring that you got to win an Emmy Award. And Thank you. Other woman. Yeah, the work that Gina Davis is doing with the um the Gina Davis Institute of Gender and Media, I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, they're just doing such incredible research about, you know, women on screen, behind the camera. I think I've done some work with them as well. They're amazing. Um, yeah, it's just the, the overarching belief between them, what they do, what I do, what so many filmmakers are doing is like, you just got to go out there and tell the stories that matter to you and and not wait around to be picked or for someone to say that your idea is good enough because it might never happen. Um, and that's really been a guiding principle for me. Um, my, my first feature-length documentary is called The Empowerment Project, Ordinary Women Doing Extraordinary Things. And that film was such a joy to make. It was just the film that I wish I had seen when I was your age. And, or even today, you know, I wanted it to exist in the world. It didn't exist. And so sometimes you have to give yourself that empowerment of like, hey, you can do it. Why not try? Why not raise a little bit of money, go out and film something, see if people respond to it. And sure enough, they did. You know, we've been screening that film. We've screened it over a thousand times all over the world um, in different countries, different languages, different sponsorships. I mean, it's just been such a gift. So you never know what you're making and, and what it might do for other people and how it might inspire others. So I, I love the work that Gina Davis is doing. She's certainly a personal hero of mine. Um, and we have to just hear mine too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What is some advice for people who like to be like you one day? Yeah, um, I would, yeah, continuing on the same thread, I would say there's so many opportunities for us to feel not good enough, right? To feel like, oh, I'm not the best director or I can't, I'm not the best cinematographer or I've never done that before. So am I, am I really right to be here? There's a lot of ways that 
women especially can feel, you know, shaken in their confidence or feel like imposter syndrome. Um, and we have to bust through all of that because everyone feels self-doubt, no matter what your gender, race, you know, identity is, we all feel some kind of self-doubt. You know, I think that's one of the biggest secrets of adulthood, if you want to know, is that nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just figuring it out. Like, it seems like all the adults around, like, like they must have it all together and like have it all mapped out. Like, no, it really isn't like that. <laughs> Um, we're all just trying our best and, and failing and getting back up and succeeding. Um, so I think my greatest piece of advice would just be to embrace what you believe is success for your life. So not everyone can and should define success by winning an Oscar, right? Because not everyone, most people aren't going to win an Oscar, but that doesn't mean that not everyone has some level of success. So to me, creating work that I'm really proud of, that matters to me, that people respond to, um, and I can somehow cobble together a living doing that, you know, that's success to me. And, and of course, I would love to win an Oscar, go get a film into Sundance, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not going to sit around and feel sorry for myself if those things don't happen, because success is how I define it. So I think that if you are interested in being a filmmaker, the sooner you can really embrace your uniqueness and your path and how you define success, the happier you'll be. If you get so caught up in what everyone else decides is success, you're just kind of, <laughs> you're solidifying your unhappiness, I promise. You just have to find the joy and follow that. And hopefully the, the awards and all that will follow, but, but really recalibrate for yourself. What is success? And that can evolve over the course of your career, of course, but I think that's when I felt the most myself and the most at peace and the happiest is when I've said, you know, I'm really happy with what I'm doing in my career. Is every day sunshine and rainbows? Absolutely not. But overall, I'm really proud of what I've created and put out into the world and I just want to do more of that, so... Yeah, that's so awesome. Like, I totally agree with you on that. Like, not everyone's perfect the way, like, everyone's success. If you like what thing you're doing, like you can, who cares that everyone thinks of like, who like say you're a filmmaker, don't let anyone judge you because you're like a filmmaker, an actor, whoever you want to be. Is if, yeah. if you have like a passion about something, like let's say like a pod, like a filmmaking, acting podcast, like you should anyone um, like judge you for the way you are even though you enjoy something that you enjoy like I say you're doing like yeah. really the only thing that matters is your half like everyone's happiness that's really the only things that like don't let anyone judge you for things you really enjoy so I really connected you on that because I totally agree yeah I mean look at what you're doing Kylie you have your own podcast you're reaching out to people and saying hey can we talk you're learning with each conversation, I'm sure, and you're, you're gaining confidence in your ability to produce and create and host your own podcast. I mean, that's awesome. So just keep doing what you're doing. If that's what you're passionate about, keep doing it, you know, and people are going to start to notice and, and listen and get stuff from it. And it's just, that's how it works. It's, it's really that simple. It's just like, get out there and make stuff. If that's what you want to do, keep making things. I have to remind myself of that all the time. Like, it still feels like, oh, once you get to a certain point, then the phone starts to ring and everyone's going to be <laughs> calling you to, to create films. And maybe some of that happens sometimes. But truly, if I want to go make my dream film, I got to just start making it, you know. So you're, you're already on the right path, just giving yourself that permission to try it.
Oh, thank you so much. I actually appreciate that. That actually boosted me a little bit of my confidence. So thank you so much. Um, the final question is, you're a field producer for Dancing with the Stars. What was it like for you to work for them? Yeah, so I did uh, 10 seasons on Dancing with the Stars as a field producer. Um, I haven't done that for a while, but it was um, 2008 to 2013. Um, it was fun. It was I was like a one-woman band on the show. So basically, I was shooting and interviewing the celebrity dancer couples as they would prepare for that week's dance. So the show is live Monday nights, and then from Tuesday through Sunday, they're in the dance rehearsal studio preparing for the next live performance, like learning the tango, learning the waltz, etc. So I would be assigned to a couple for the week and I would film their dance rehearsals for better or for worse. If someone got injured or if it was really fun and, you know, goofy and everything in between. Um, and so it was just a great learning experience, honestly, because I would show up and not know what was going to happen that day. You know, I've, it was everything from a very mundane rehearsal where you're literally just watching people learn to dance, which can be quite boring, um, all the way to a very dramatic day where one of the dancers I was filming with nearly broke her neck and I had to go with her to the hospital. I mean, it was just like, and then everything in between. So you never know what you're going to get and you have to be ready. You know, you have to be ready with your camera to film and to capture the story all the pieces of the story so that when the footage is given to the editor, they can piece it all together and create like a, a short video package to air live in front of millions of people every Monday night. So um, it taught me a lot about how to interview people effectively, how to film pieces of the story, how to get the right coverage, um, and also just interpersonally dealing with all different kinds of people, different celebrities. Um, and all that comes with that. So um, yeah, I'm really grateful for my time on the show and I learned a ton, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, that was really, that's really awesome that you really got to experience that because that's really want like a populist like dancing show at like in our generation. So it was all, like amazing, you got to chance to see them perform and got to see them like kind of behind the scenes of what their, their performance is going to be. So that's, I find it really cool that you did that because I probably wouldn't have done that. Like, it's really, I used to love the Dancing with the Stars. I used to watch that a lot. So it was like really awesome. You got to share, like, see behind the scenes of what their performance is going to be and see what you get to talk to them. So that was really cool. You got to meet them and chat, kind of share bonds with them. So that was really cool. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. I had a great time speaking today. I wish you the best of luck for your career. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Thank Carol. You.